Hello, podcast listeners. It is I, your humble narrator, Susie. And this week we are talking about all things Greece. Rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. We are comparing Greece to other favorites. We are playing a fun game with Pitbull the Rapper. He's not in the studio. I don't know why I said it like that. And we are also talking quite a bit about Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, the movie from 2001, and my favorite movie soundtrack of all time. Now, you could have heard this episode early if you were a patron. Patreon.com slash Early episodes are for all three tiers, starting at $2 as the lowest one. And you can also follow us on Instagram if you want to see what we are posting when we're posting. The Instagram is at Nermer and... I am, I was just laughing to myself the last Instagram post because there's 110 episodes and I think that's really funny because we've been doing this for well over two years and we've had a Patreon for about a year now and I'm just really happy with it. So thank you so much for listening to the show and as always, you can contact us anytime. This week's episode was recorded remotely. So if it sounds a little different, that's why. But enjoy the episode. Hi, I'm Susie, and I have pink hair. And I'm Alexis, and I'm wearing Crocs. Crocs and a hat covered in pins. And you're listening to Jawbreakers, the universe's best podcast. The universe's best podcast. Every episode, we look at celebrities and musicians to find fun little tidbits and conspiracies you won't see in magazines. We follow snack food mascots like Mr. Peanut and the Keebler Elves to make sure they're staying in their lane. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. Jawbreakers. <laughs> no, it's fine. We had a lot to talk about. Demi Lovato has a new song out about Wilmer. Mm. Mm-hmm. You mentioned very early on to the podcast, like Wilmer Valderrama is sus. Mm-hmm. Like you, I remember you saying it really early on, and I didn't really know why. I mean, you explained to me, and then it was very clear <laughs> why he was sus. Dude, that guy. But like nobody talks about it till now. Right, and like, not also, not only is he like clearly grooming young women, but like, really bad shit goes down with them after him every time. It's because he's grooming them and he's fucking them up. Like, so it's so almost obvious. So Demi Lovato's song is called Twenty Nine, and it's like about her turning the age that Wilmer Valderrama was when he started dating her. He was twenty nine, and she was seventeen. And she's like, wow, now that I'm 29, I realize how fucked up this is, man. Yeah. Wilmer Valderrama also dated Lindsay Lohan with a pretty big age gap. Did he date Selena Gomez? Did he? I mean, even the fact that he dated both Lindsay and... Because, like, Demi was... Child stars. Right. And, like, Lindsay... I mean, let's... I mean, that 70s show was a little too old for us. Like, we were both watching, like, reruns. But it was slightly a little too old for us. You think so? I think by a few, not by like ten, but like 
five or six years. It ended in 2006. So, yeah, I guess, yeah. For, like, we, I mean, we shouldn't have been watching it. When it was new, yeah. It wasn't um, for our age group, I guess is what I'm saying. Because, like, my brother was watching it, but he's... No, yeah, that's true. Also, like, I didn't realize they were smoking weed in the basement. Is that true? Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think? Because were... I didn't know anything about it <laughs> when I was watching that. <laughs> what do you think they were doing? Just hanging out. I thought they were just funny. Wasn't there like smoke in the frame? Yes, literally. Rewatching it as an adult, I was like, "This is blowing my mind. This is obviously people smoking weed." <laughs> you didn't think anything about the smoke. You thought it was just their house. I don't know what I th- like incense. They're hippies. I don't think I knew what I don't know. I wasn't thinking about it. Anyways, so we were too young. You're right. I don't think I knew what an incense was until I was, like, 19. Mm, We had incense in our house. Yeah, see? That's where we're different. (laughs) You had weed. (laughs) I knew what that smoke was. I'd seen it. (laughs) Um, But, like, the fact that the show that he was on was a little bit older than us. Lindsay Lohan is kind of, like, right in our age range of, like, I mean, like, The Parent Trap, Freaky Friday, like, all that stuff was aimed towards our age while, when it came out. Right. But then, like, we're a little too old for Demi Lovato content. Agreed. So, yeah. like, for him to cross all of those generations is kind of, like, just from just from that standpoint, it's kind of fucked up. That's a really good point, yeah. <laughs> Wilmer Valderrama also dated Mandy Moore and Ashley Simpson. So anyway, Demi Lovato's song addresses the age gap. Did you see Ezra Miller's apology? What could they possibly apologize for? They were just like, sorry, going through it, going to check out my mental health. Okay, good luck. There was, okay, I don't know where this tweet came from and how, like, real it is, but it was something along the lines of, like, okay, so WB is going through three different options. I didn't really look that far into it, but it seems like this was leaked from someone who works at WB. They're looking at these three Or option one, Ezra Miller apologizes and does limited press. Option two, Ezra Miller does no press and they just release The Flash. Or option three, they scrap the whole project. And everyone's like, well, guess WB went with option one. Because it was like, Ezra Miller releases... Or explains recent behavior and does limited press. And it was like a three second explanation. I wonder if they'll be able to actually write this off. Right? Also, are they actually getting help or? Yeah, or is that just a thing you can say (laughs) in a statement? Yeah. I got something to say. Okay, please. (laughs) So, you know how moving out of Arizona... Okay, first I'm going to preface this was with, I'm in New Jersey for a week for work. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's a good context. So, leave, moving out of the state of Arizona. Worst part, you have to do time change. Like, daylight savings. Like, anyone I've ever met who grew up in Arizona and moves is like, fuck, I just want to move back. Like, as soon as they have to do that, like... They can be the worst. like I had a friend who was like living their dream out in LA, like just got like a rod, like a like an acting gig that they really wanted, but then like time change was coming and they're like, "Fuck it, I'm out." Right? Yeah. Do they have to like sell a house and stuff too? Right. Yeah, and it's worth it. Right. 
And you know that joke that's like, what's the deal with airplane food? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where I'm going with this? I think... What's the deal with tolls? Like, I can't just drive 20 minutes across New Jersey without having to pay a toll. Dude, I paid a toll yesterday. I was livid. It was coin only, exact change only, 70 cents. That is a waste (laughs) of time. They can't possibly be getting that much money. I'd rather pay $5 on a card. Straight up. And I was like, dude, I'm fucking driving in a rental car. Like, I found 70 cents because I have a backpack that I carry everywhere with me. Mm-hmm. Also, if I just I had just... my wallet up front with me and, like, all my shit was packed, I wouldn't have been able to find 70 cents in this. Also, what if you're just driving through the States? Like, also, what if you're just going to work? And These okay, are so, all things so, you gotta consider. So, so we see these signs, right? They're like, wondering where your toll, do- where your toll dollars go. Here's this billion-dollar mansion that you can't step foot on. Okay. What billion-dollar mansion? There's, like, signs that are like, your toll money went to this billion-dollar mansion. They work. Your toll dollars work. The amount of people that spend their labor hours changing clocks twice a year? A waste. But more for the state of New Jersey specifically? Stop paying gas attendants, and instead have them fix your roads, and then you can get your mansions. None of this makes any sense. It doesn't. You know that Joe Biden got rid of daylight savings time, right? Yeah, but it still feels real. Cause we have a well, there's one more. They're yeah. going to do it one more time. I don't know what. I guess give everyone time. That's fair, actually. I wish he I wouldn't have, like, honestly. You want to keep daylight savings time? That's <laughs> just like... Okay, you did something. Yeah, that's... Oh, I go... Yeah, no, I don't want him to have that. Dude, where I'm going to work from my hotel right now, every day on my way I have to pay $1, and on my way back I have to pay $2. That's so stupid. That's $3 that you could have spent on something else. Jersey. Like, I'm not even... Like, in Arizona, I could literally go to a different country and not have to pay a toll. (laughs) Yeah. From, like, five different exits. I can go right, because Arizona is the Wild West. I could just drive into the Grand Canyon. I love saying how in Arizona you can go to the store and buy a bottle of liquor, a bottle of wine, a beer, a gun, <laughs> yeah. an organic apple, and like a pack of smokes. Would you, if you were in... Eight mile, and you were in a rap battle, and the rap battle turned into my state is weirder than your state. Would you confidently <laughs> defend Arizona as the weirdest state? I would only <laughs> accept defeat from Florida. That's anyone a- else, yes. <laughs> but if some like Floridian was like stepped up and they're like, a hey, mighty. I got a uh, crocodile egg in right. my shower. And they're like, alright. You do. That's that's fine. All I have is a scorpion egg. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I got a Gila monster. Crocodile is bigger. 
But if it was like, uh, if it was Indiana. Oh, absolutely not. Indiana, Indiana is in my top five least favorite states. Really? Yeah. Least favorite or like least cared about? M- least Like you favorite. dislike. I have an opinion on it. Yeah. <laughs> and my opinion is two thumbs down. Have you ever been to Indiana? Yeah, I went to, I drove through Indiana and I stopped in Santa Claus, Indiana. Oh, right, right, right. Which is a town that's Santa Claus themed. Do you know what the population of Santa Claus, Indiana is? How do you feel about Santa Claus, Indiana compared to the year-round Christmas bar there in Pittsburgh? They're the same thing. But what do you think is more acceptable? A whole town or just one bar? That a bunch of townies go to. I think they are completely tied. <laughs> Demographics. Elves. <laughs> 2020, the, it was uh, 2,500 people. In 1970, it was 63 people. Did you drive mm-hmm. through there on purpose? No. <laughs> the racial makeup of the town is 98% white. Yeah, it sounds like it. The town was featured in a Radio Shack national television commercial in 2008. Do you think people Uh, knew it was Santa Claus, Indiana, or was it just a Christmas? In 2011, the town was named one of the world's top Christmas decorations by Forbes magazine. Destinations. Destinations. See also Santa Claus, Arizona. It's in the middle of the Mojave Desert. Northwestern Arizona. (laughs) It's an uninhabited desert place in the Mojave County. (laughs) <laughs> does it say that oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does yeah no literally no one's been there between one. mile markers 57 and 58 <laughs> in kingman or northwest of kingman in july 1983 tony wilcox listed the entire town for sale he sold it for fifty thousand dollars fifty thousand yeah anyhow do you have any candy? No, I don't. Do you? No. What were you going to say? I read Jeanette McCarty's book. Oh, yeah. It's a really good book. It's called I'm Glad My Mom Died. Mm-hmm. It's got the tea on all the Dan Schneider's shit bag. Does, she, also, does like, she, like, pers- did she like exactly say Dan Schneider, or does she say, like, the creator? It's a pretty specific question. I mean, I She seen- calls him the creator, yeah. Okay. I, no, well, it's because I've seen, like, quotes like that, but I wasn't... Yeah, no, she but... only calls him the creator. Yeah. Um, but mostly it's about her mom putting her into show business at a young age and encouraging really bad habits in her to make money off of her. So I wonder if Alison Stoner has read this book. That's my Jeanette point. McCurdy, I don't know if she still does it, but she had a podcast for a little bit. Um, I would like to hear the two of them talk. It sounds like Miranda Cosgrove's a great friend, also, which is something I've always assumed, but Miranda Cosgrove's still a god. Oh, really? I'd... She just, like, speaks very highly of her. Yeah. There's some... She, like, mentions Ariana Grande in it, and how jealous she was of her, or something like that. Yeah, I've that's, seen, like, like one line. Mixed... I've seen a handful of TikToks that bring that up, but, like, it's... Not very... She worked... Right. She worked with Ariana Grande while she was not... In a good... Her career looked a lot different than Ariana Grande's. That's all right. that was happening. And a lot... Really. From what I... Like, people who were, like... There's obviously people who were saying, like, she was just jealous of her, which she says 
She literally was jealous of her, yeah. And then, Ariana then, Grande was afforded a lot of opportunities. Right. And then a lot of people in response were like, "It's she's making it very clear in the book, like, this. she's explaining how she felt when she was a kid and, like, being frustrated and jealous and angry at her. Like, she's not still saying, like, she hates her or anything like that. Yeah, and, she like, doesn't say A lot of people were saying, like kind of like you said, too, like, it wasn't really that big of a topic in the book. If you want Ariana Grande slander, you got to read Naya Rivera's memoir. Because she's just like, Ariana Grande's a little bitch. Did Naya Nigger, what was her name? Naya Rivera. Naya, she's the one from Glee. Yeah. She dated, she dated Big Sean. Yes, and so did Ariana Grande. Was she, when she, She's the one who was on the boat, right? Yes. That you couldn't just say died. <laughs> I was going to say passed away, but that felt weird. Well, it's also not specific enough. She died. She's well, yeah, it's not specific. Is she the one who oh, died? Right. Well, well, you could be talking about someone else. Yeah, so I just don't want you to think. <laughs> if I said, is she the one alive? You're like, no, it's not Darren Chris. <laughs> it's not Darren Chris. He is alive. Um, Was she dating Big Sean? No, she wasn't. Vienna, this is... I put my head on this. Stop. <laughs> She's just licking. Lick yourself. She's licking it? Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Good book. Everyone should read it. No, I don't think that at all. Oh. Do you wish you were? I think if you're intrigued by it, you should read it. If you, if you want to... I mean, it's kind of a trauma dump. It's really triggering. It's interesting to read. It's relatable to some people i'm sure but you know would you read it again i, don't, I wouldn't recommend it to every person <laughs> i'd say it's a pretty specific audience. audience yeah you said you're gonna tell everyone to read it but i think that was before you read it mm-hmm. was it, it was. more dark than whatever you asked me it was more Remember, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's pretty dark. And you're like, is it more dark than the Batman. Darkness Falls? Dwayne Johnson comes up in this book. For what? You'll have to read it to find out. You've said too much. I've said too much. What are your top five favorite movies? I don't know. What's yours? You don't have five? You can't just name them? I do, but... I feel like this is a segue into you saying how much you love Grease. And I don't know if I need to come up with five movies just so you can say you love Grease, you know? Am I right? No, you're wrong. Okay, let me give you my top five favorite movies. <laughs> has to be- Number five <laughs> is Deadpool 2. Number four <laughs> is Heather's. Number three is Fight Club. Number two is... Ten Things I Hate About You. Ten Things I Hate About You. And number one is Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, (laughs) the movie. (laughs) You have any feedback? No. (laughs) Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius is a 2001 American computer (laughs) animated science fiction comedy film produced by Nickelodeon Movies. (laughs) would you recommend that to anyone absolutely everybody 
What's your favorite scene? Is it when my fa- parents just don't understand plays? That's my favorite song on the soundtrack. But my favorite scene overall... <laughs> probably when Sheen's peeing in the shower. <laughs> what do you... <laughs> What do you think that scene represents in modern media? I think it represents breaking the rules, celebrating your freedom. If you could Uh. play any scene... Wait, if you... Okay. So you're playing that scene for a graduation. Like I'm the keynote speaker? So then Sean's peeing. Sheen. His name's Sheen. What did I say? Sean? Yeah. Machine. You're thinking of Sean the Goat? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, you gotta free yourself of of the rules. That's the point of that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then do you, like, pee on the stage or something? No, you just, you pee on your own time when you want. You don't let anyone tell you when to pee. Yeah. Um, what are your top five favorite movies? I don't have top five favorite movies. Oh, really? <laughs> I have three. What are they? Juno, Adventureland, and the movie Grease. <laughs> Adventureland is in your top three? Yeah, I don't really care about any other movie ever. Okay, so why is Grease your number one? I didn't say it was my number one. <laughs> oh, sorry. Why is Grease in your top three? I think it's a great feel-good movie. I think it's a great example of a musical. Uh-huh. I like that it's I like that it's about greasers. People, I think the mu- like the musical aspect of it is one of the better musical movies there are. That's not based on like a Broadway play. People uh, Grease gets a lot of bad rep for they're like none of those kids look like teenagers like this doesn't make any right, sense. Right, they're not. They're No, they're not. Also, I mean, it doesn't ruin the illusion. Like, they're supposed to be greasers in the 50s. Like, even when I watch it today, I'm glad they're not teenagers. I also don't want to see, like, teenagers doing what Grease is doing. Right, if you wanted that, you'd watch Skins. UK. Right. You, you're so right. But, like, they're all, like... Which, like, I know in the 50s it was different. And also it's different now. But, like, they're all just, like, smoking cigarettes, sleep fucking in the drive-thru, drive-in, dressing slutty for each other. (laughs) That's so true. What was I looking up about this movie? Oh, I wanted to see. (laughs) Did you just type in Grease? Yeah. (gasps) <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god, they're gonna play it in theaters. It's playing in theaters right now. Uh... Elvis Presley was considered for the role of the teen angel, but died before the production. I was gonna say... Oh, that's really interesting. I think he has Elvis vibes. Oh wait, this was based on a musical. My bad. Uh, that's what I was trying to look up. After the 1950s, United States working class youth subculture known as Greasers... Follows ten working class teenagers. I like that. I never thought of it that way. Ten is a lot of characters. I mean, it's it's, it's 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 the pink ladies against the. Te- 
it's five it's five main boys and five main but it's really like two more main guys and two more main girls and then like the guys there's a couple guys that have small side plots and like a couple of the girls have bigger side plots I'd say there's two leads and like three supporting characters although Stalker Channing's There Are Worst Things I Could Do it was the best song in the movie really? I can't even think of what song that is. There are worse things I could do. It's when Rizzo sings by herself when she thinks she's pregnant. Oh, I see. Spoiler alerts. Opening weekend for Greece was 1978, and it was number two at the box office behind Jaws 2. Oh, wow. Did you see Jaws 2? I don't think I saw Jaws 2. Did you see Jaws? Jaws isn't in your top three movies? No, I think it's... I mean, is it in your top three horror movies? Yeah, yeah, it's in my scary movies. Well, it's not in, like, best, it's just in scariest. It was the highest grossing musical beating The Sound of Music, which held a 13-year record, and then it was beat out in 2012 by Les Mis. What would you rather watch, Les Mis or Grease? You're stuck on a desert island. <laughs> Blame <laughs> is every time. Really? No chance. Well, Desert Island, I might want Greece. Yeah. Desert Island. Like, I want to pick me up. You want to, like, dance. I don't want to look down. <laughs> right? Can you imagine being on a desert island and only having Blame Yeah, could I have the book, too? <laughs> so sad. So I can burn it. It would be good firewood. If you got to choose a book to take to a desert island, I would choose Les Mis. <laughs> I, whenever I watch Grease, I like to watch it twice in a row. Just in case I missed anything. You just want to get the whole experience. Yeah. I've probably seen Grease more than I've seen any movie. That's why I Do you consider it twice. this the best performance of John Travolta's career? I've never seen Pulp Fiction, so I'm, but I'm going to guess yes. Have you seen Saturday Night Fever? Mm-hmm. No. Better than Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Hairspray. I think it's better than Hairspray. Well, um, his I've role seen... in Hairspray is questionable. Huh? His, his role, role in Hairspray is questionable. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen Boy in the Plastic Bubble. Uh, I've seen that OJ trial thing. Oh, I love that. I love his role. I in like that. him in that a lot. I used to have a... A poster of the John Travolta Hollywood star in my room. Oh, really? <laughs> but you didn't actually see the Hollywood star, you just... <laughs> no, I never saw it. Have you seen Pitbull 3 to Tango? Oh, I thought it was a Pitbull music video. Okay, let's play a game. Oh yeah, it is a music video by Pitbull. I have not seen that starring John Travolta. <laughs> The only credited actors are John Travolta and Pitbull. What's our game? Let's play a game. You're going to choose John Travolta quote or Pitbull quote. Okay. Been there, done that. Okay. Ready? Yeah. I love watching old movies. (laughs) Pitbull. (laughs) John? John Travolta. If you continue to work hard, let that be fuel to your fire. Pitbull. Correct. One point. One thing that's never going to go, you know, go sour. 
is good music. Uh, Pitbull? Yep. <sighs> Dancing's part of my soul. I enjoy it. It makes people happy. It makes me happy. Pitbull. Nope, John Travolta. I've, I love Scientology. I've been involved for 38 <laughs> years, and I don't think I'd be here without it because I've had a lot of losses and different negative things have happened over the years, and it really got me through brilliantly. <laughs> Pitbull. <laughs> John Travolta. No, Johnny. I'm sharp. What the street taught me how to do is how to hustle, how to make something out of nothing. Mm, pity. That's right. Dale. Can you repeat that one? <laughs> no. Pitbull. That's right. Oh, can you do when uh, John Travolta reads the wrong, re pronounces that lady's name wrong? Uh, oh, Adele uh, Dazeen. Adina Menzel. Adele Dazeen. Let's see. Sports, entertainment, and aviation are three of the most exciting professions in the world. You're dealing with the same magnitude. What were the three things? Sports, aviation, and what? Entertainment. Uh, I think that one's JT. That's right. JT loves Blood flying. is thicker than water. At least they say it is. Um, I'm going to guess that's Pitbull. That's right. I think my friend Tom Hanks knows me. He understands me very well. Pitbull? <laughs> John Travolta Yeah, once again, my friend I would be the first Latin rapper from the south From where? The south Pitbull Yep, that's right I love being regarded as a sex symbol But I can't take it too seriously it Has to be JT that's right. Thank God. Autism and seizures are the least known areas of illnesses. JT. That's right. I only know that because his son Jet died of a seizure. I believe L. Ron Hubbard resolved the human mind, and in resolving it, he has also resolved human pain. That's what I really think has happened here. Can you repeat that one? I think L. Ron Hubbard resolved the human mind, and in resolving it, he has also resolved human pain. Um, JT. That's right. My kids can't eat awards. Is Pitbull a dad? <laughs> Apparently. I'm gonna guess okay, that that's Pitbull. I don't think John. Last would say one. That. Last one. Are you ready? Yeah. I want to really stump you on the last one. I have fame on the level of a Marilyn Monroe or an Elvis Presley, but part of the reason I didn't go the way they did was because of my beliefs. People make judgments about Scientology, but often they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you know, I don't think he's into Scientology anymore. Pitbull. <laughs> it's gotta be Pitbull. Gotta be. I feel like he left Scientology. Let me Google that. He said, been there, done that, now I'm out of Scientology. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> <Just to> worldwide. Mr. <laughs> worldwide. Yeah, looks like it. Stepping away. As of 2021, he sold his house near Scientology headquarters for $4 million. What do you think happened? 
You think he auditioned for Top Gun too, and they gave it to Tom Cruise? He was pissed. He really thought he had that role in the bag. <laughs> God, only a mile from the Scientology headquarters. Clearwater has been home to fellow Scientologist Tom Cruise, who lives in a downtown penthouse. So, Greece is about cars. Do you like cars? Greece lightning! Um, not really. I like the drifting scene, though. I think it's fun. Is that the scene where they play chicken? Uh, I mean, kind yeah, of you okay, can describe yeah. it as playing chicken. I mean, they kind of see who goes further. I think that scene's fun. Grease Lightning is my least favorite of the original songs. Yeah. It used to be a beauty school dropout, but then I got older and I understood it. What is wrong with Grease Lightning? It's good, but it's just not as good as the rest? Yeah, the rest are just... There's more feeling in the rest. Grease Lightning's a little bit... Yeah, it's a little And it's kind of... Just kind of gross. Because of... Because they say tit. (laughs) (laughs) When do they say tit? Oh, you'll be getting lots of tit in Grease Lightning. That is disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) You watched this movie? You were right about that. Have you ever seen Grease 2? I have not. Greece, too. A British student at a 1960s American high school must prove himself to the leader of a girls' gang whose members can only date greasers. Two years after the life-altering events in Greece, 1978, Sandy's cousin Michael, a straight-laced English student, is the new guy at Riddle High School. Rydell. Riddle. How is it spelled? R-Y-D-E-L-L. That's Rydell. Yeah. It's Rydell High School. Right out of high school. Nope. Um, I only saw Grease 2 once. Didn't leave a lasting impression. I have no desire to watch Grease 2 ever again. Why would I ha- Why would I watch that when I could just watch Grease 1 and be happy? It's a really good boy. John Travolta's not in it. Olivia Newton-John's not in it. Stalker Channy's not in it. Why would I watch it? Currently, as of 2020, in Paramount Plus series Grease Rides of the Pink Ladies... And a prequel titled Summer Lovin' are in production. That I am interested in. What's your favorite Olivia Newton-John song from Greece? Mine's gotta be... devoted to you. Yeah, What's your what favorite Grease song to karaoke? My favorite Grease song to karaoke is definitely Tell Me More. Summer Lovin'? So what is that song called? Summer, Summer Loving. Do you do, um, okay, do you do Danny Zuko's part, or do you do, um... I do both. I dress up like Sandy on one side and Danny on the other. Do you do the Pink Ladies and the T-Birds, too? Mm-hmm. Like the, I have, uh-huh. um, uh-huh. I have finger the, puppets. Uh-huh. You do the whole thing? Yeah, I have finger puppets for the Pink Ladies and the T-Birds. That's cute. Yeah, when I do you. Summer Love and Karaoke, I'm just Danny. Because I could hit his high notes. Peak position on the charts, number one for the album, the soundtrack. And if you had to choose for a Desert Island, the entire Grease soundtrack, or just Parents Just Don't Understand from Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, the movie? <laughs> that is easy. <laughs> It's parents just don't understand. 
from Jimmy Neutron. What if it's not just... the version you like? What if it's uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince? Yeah. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> that is not the version I want. <laughs> Who does the original version? That is the original version. Oh. The the Jimmy Neutron version is Lil Romeo and Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I like. That's the one I'm trying to be on a desert island with. And the thing is, when people make playlists of the soundtrack, they always do the wrong one because this one is only available as part of the Jimmy Neutron <laughs> soundtrack. So they, like, make a playlist on, like, Apple Music. Yeah, and they put, they t- you know, they put in, parents just don't understand, they get the Fresh Prince, which is, like, fine, I guess, but it's a totally different song. And it's not different the right mood, vibe. different message. But it also wouldn't be on the Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius and it, Yeah, and it wouldn't be. I don't think that Jimmy Neutron, Carl Weezer, Cindy, Nick, Sheen, I don't think any of them would be listening to the Fresh Prince. They would be listening to Lil Romeo. And Nick Cannon talking about parents just don't understand nick cannon's like 30 <laughs> no no he was young when this came out you think so yeah he's in his 20s jimmy neutron released 2001 great how year. old was nick cannon in 2001 I'm gonna nick guess cannon birthday in 2001 he was 21 <laughs> that makes sense then what are you going to listen to after this? None of your business. <laughs> I'm going to go sit in my car and listen to my Jimmy Neutron <laughs> CD. It's kind of crazy that you've gone through so many cars and you've like moved to so many states. But that you CD. still have that CD. Of course I still have the CD. It is the most important. It's honestly the most important CD I own. If I could only keep one CD, it'd be this one. But it's also, like, one of my most important objects in general. So, One of your most important what? Objects. Oh, yeah. What about you? If you had to choose between Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, Parents Just Don't Understand, and the Grease soundtrack, what do you choose? I'm going to choose the Grease soundtrack. The Grease soundtrack. Justify your answer. Because I do not get it. <laughs> <laughs> Just listening to the soundtrack is just... You don't even need the movie, you know? You get a whole story from start to finish. That is nice about musical soundtracks. Mm -hmm. That's why I like listening to You get a story and a song. And then the next song continues the story. Right. But you also just, like, sing it along, you know? There's like a chorus and stuff. If I was given the Jimmy Neutron full soundtrack or Grease full soundtrack, I would choose Grease full soundtrack. Because I, if I was given the full Jimmy Neutron soundtrack, I would listen to the other songs, and I feel like there's at least like four songs on there that I wouldn't want to listen to on a desert island. What are they about? Being stranded? Chicken dance. <laughs> That's a big one that I think would be bad for my mental health on a desert island. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's the really good song, AC's Alien Nation. AC referring to Aaron Carter. Mm, yeah. Don't need that one. Don't need that, but just I would listen to it island. if just, I had it. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's the Jimmy Neutron theme. Would you not want that on your... No. <laughs> Alright, fuck, Mary, kill, Jimmy Neutron. The boy. Sheen, Cindy, all from the Jimmy Neutron movie. <laughs> just kidding, I'm just kidding. I really How about <laughs> the movie... Uh-huh. Jimmy Neutron, uh-huh. the movie, and Les Mis. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Um... Here, wait, do you mind if I talk through your end of this? Yeah. Obviously, you're gonna marry Greece. Right. Right. And then you're stuck between, do you want to fuck Les Mis? No, I mean, the right thing to do would be to kill it. Right. Like, I immediately want to kill Les Mis, but I can't... To put it out of its misery. However, that, that leaves... leaves you with fucking Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> you with fucking Jimmy Neutron. Which is not a fuckable movie. No. Not even just because it's a children's and movie. I feel, it's right. just not. I feel like Les Mis can be fuckable. Mm-hmm. I think killing Jimmy Neutron is the most feasible More thing ethical. we can do here. Yeah. Really? I'm fucking Grace marrying Les Mis. What? After that entire <laughs> conversation? I love Jimmy Neutron, but I don't want to fuck or marry it. You don't want to... I thought you were going to marry it. Yeah, I thought about it, but Les Mis is so good. <laughs> I've watched Les Mis more, ti- more times in the past five years than I've watched Jimmy Neutron in the past five years. But what soundtrack have you listened to more? That's not fair. The Jimmy Neutron soundtrack is the only thing in your car. Alright, if you want to hear his bullshit around for another, like, five or ten minutes about the Cars franchise, you can pop over to Patreon any any level and listen to this episode you get a, a couple extra minutes just so you know patreon.com slash nermer nermer